triangle, right? I, fi I figured it out. The voice of reason, the, the solid, uh, hold it down, the beige rage, and the agitator. The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe the Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man. It, it, I don't even know what it calls Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, ye, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to the Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. 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 Good morning, Angela <laughs> Yee. Hey, DJ Envy. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Hey, it's Friday. Good morning, guys. Now, I can actually see Angela Yee. She's sitting there, but she's having a little problems. They're trying to connect her. She's sitting at the crib, and Charlemagne just isn't in yet. I know mm -hmm. he was probably watching Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, and is probably just too tight. That's probably what happened with Charlemagne. Hmm. But good morning, guys. Good morning, Dramos. Hello, hello. Hey. So um, I was up late last night. I was checking out um, Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Hmm. And boy, that's all I can say. I mean. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> Keith Sweat did his damn thing. I ain't going to front. Shout to the shout to King Keith Sweat, man. Okay. After he put that pressure on me yesterday, I knew he was in for a show and he <laughs> killed it last night. He sounded amazing. The brother looked good. Pause, pause, pause. He okay. came out to put a show. And I don't want to hear Charlemagne say nothing about me about anything I do with my hair anymore. So shout to the legend, Keith Sweat. And also shout to Bobby Brown. Now, Bobby Brown, um, you could tell he he put on a little quarantine weight like we all did. Right. Um, but, I mean, it was just a great show to see them legends and give those legends their flowers. Uh, it was it was, it was was dope. Shout out to Swiss Beats and Timberland. I, I love to see things like that and just, just pay people their, their proper respect. Now, some of Bobby Brown's uh, records I wouldn't have chose. I would have did it a little differently, but these are the songs that these brothers wanted to put out themselves. But it, it was really, really dope. Uh, you forget all the records that Keith Sweat actually wrote. Oh, he played the records he wrote. Yeah, he also played the records that he wrote. Okay. Uh, he said that Bobby Brown was cheating when Bobby Brown did New Edition. So he, he uh, played the records he wrote. Okay. All right. He said 30 minutes ago she wasn't connected. Yeah. I'm, I'm still down here. I see Charlemagne just walked in. Yep, he just walked um, in. Carcella is tomorrow. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be a lot going on. So get your tickets if you haven't got your tickets to Carcella. Talking about Carcella. I, I told him you was tired because you probably watched the show last night and you you know, you you know older now, so you got to get your, your, your nah, hours I'm in. I'm just a little lackadaisical because um, it's the last day before vacation. So let's get this over with, okay? All right. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to jump into it like that. We're going to sound energetic. Let's get this over with, baby. But no, I, I did. They was done at a, a reasonable time last night. You know, them OGs, they started... Pretty much on time, and it was done at a reasonable time last night. Yeah, Keith Sweat, he, I mean, that brother. He's, I tried he's to tell you that. You did? I, I tried did. to tell y'all that. That Keith Sweat is no joke. And Keith Sweat. He played with. I, I don't know who put together Bobby Brown's playlist, but um, they did not do a good job at <laughs> it was all. horrible. I, I said, didn't I just say that? I yep. could taste yeah. the lack of seasoning in the playlist. I don't know yeah, who wasn't. did it. I don't know if it was Cassidy or who, but that was, no. They did, yeah. they did that Bobby Brown no justice last night. No justice at all. And like I said, Bobby Brown did have some quarantine weight like we all did, so don't talk about his weight. Yeah, it happens. We all been sitting on our asses. So. <laughs> his weight ain't, I mean, his weight ain't got nothing to do with it. I get, I mean, no. Yeah, because he was a little tired when he was uh, performing and stuff. I mean, yeah, but it's but about I'm them sure. bops. It's about them records. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, wait, I didn't hear a lot of new addition last night. He did two. I heard two. I heard uh, Candy Girl and Jealous Girl. Yeah, you got to dig into that catalog a little bit more, I would think. But 
I don't know. I definitely would have dug into that catalog. I, but, I, I, mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Keep Sweat. I Keep Sweat came and did exactly what I, I knew he was going to do. Cause Keep Sweat, Keep Sweat first half was a little shaky too. Because I feel like they was um, it was they was trying to show people that they're still connected with like artists that are like newer. So you know, so they're playing like Snoop features and you know stuff like that, which is cool. But it's like, nah, play the hits, man. He said hits. newer. He said it made it sound like newer plays Snoop features and Ja Rule features. <laughs> yeah, that ain't. I forget. We all old newer? school. Yeah, you're right. What you talking yeah, about? Damn it. Yeah, I'm lying to myself. <laughs> you're 43, man. And you're 33. And, and you <laughs> okay. got 10 more years. You better get started. I got a decade. You better get started now. Okay. All right. All right. We'll get the uh, show cracking. Uh, they're still trying to get uh, Angela Yee's um, uh, internet working. Now, they're saying that uh, Gigi and Virgo from Beyond the Pole. Yes, be joining us. Absolutely, Gigi and Virgo. Somebody so else you is got joining us? us this morning too. I forgot. Uh, so you got for us, Rob Stapleton. Oh, Rob Stapleton. Yes, the New York Kings of Comedy will be at um, Caroline's tonight. I haven't watched Beyond the Pole on We TV yet, but I'll tell you one thing: after talking to Gigi and Virgo, I damn sure want to. Okay, <laughs> so, so I'll keep doing that. Now, you said it's not her internet; it's iHeart. They're trying to get it together, so we'll get her connected. When all else fails, blame iHeart. I damn right. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll be back for front page news. If not, we'll wing it. That's, That's it? all I got. Okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. Yo. It's DJ Envy, Angela Gee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast What's Club. What's happening? Front page news. Now, just to let you guys know how the Breakfast Club thing works. So, before the Breakfast Club, the night before, everybody gets their stories of what they're going to do. Angela Yee does do? front page news. She gets her story. She knows what she's going to do. She plans it. She's ready to rock and roll. Well, her internet, really? whatever is not working. Yes. Her internet, whatever is not working. So they just sent it to me five, uh, 60 seconds ago. So let's see how this is going to work. I didn't right. know that. I, I didn't know that's how that worked. I thought we all got it 60 seconds before we walked in the room. That's no, what it we always get the email like. beforehand all the time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's start with front page news. Last night, the Bucks beat the Hawks 123-112. They lead the series 3-2. And neither one of the superstars for either team played. Trey Young didn't play for uh, the Hawks. And Giannis didn't play for the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, we're going to go through these pretty fast. Now, a California high school team was stripped of his basketball title after tortillas were thrown at opposing Latino players. What? So, yeah, so because of the racism, they were stripped of their basketball title. All right, now, a man broke his penis after it buckled during sex. How did that happen? He makes medical history. What was he having sex with? A person. It's no way. That's what actually happened. You said bucked? What did you say? What was the word you used? Buckled. 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 Yes. How does that happen, ladies and gentlemen? He's a 40-year-old man. Uh, They said this is a groundbreaking case. I need more. They said the anonymous rompers penis buckled against his partner's, uh, uh, I don't want to say that area, but yeah. What area? I need to know the area. His vagina. Her vagina, excuse me. And it buckled. Yeah, it said uh, when it came out, it hit the region between the anus and the genitals. The gooch! That's what it's called, right? <laughs> Didn't that happen to Dennis Rodman? I've never heard that before in my life, sir. That's a story. Shut up, man. You're not going to make it. Whatever. Why'd you say shut up like that? I said I've never you heard that before that's in my a, life. That's a known, like, wise tale. Dennis Rodman's and broken his penis before. What? What's wrong with this guy? I what said is, I've never heard it in my life. What are you yelling and like, screaming for? I don't know why. <laughs> this guy's insane. Stop talking. You're not supposed to talk anyway. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. What is he talking not- about? Now, the woman who was uh, who falsely accused a black teen of stealing a cell phone in New York City, she's been charged with a felony hate crime. She still hasn't mm. uh, apologized or said anything, but she's been charged. I'm not sure how much time she could possibly get, but she has been charged with a hate crime. Good for her ass. How, how many months ago was that? Mm, that was a while ago. At least, yeah, that was, what, now I feel like... They, they four six months ago? I feel like they was up here, though. When was that? How long ago did he say? 
I don't know. I feel, I feel like that was this year because that's our that's our guy. That's our Keon Harold Jr. And that's Keon mm-hmm. Harold's son. Yeah, they was up here this year, right? That was this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When? Early this year. Okay. Early this year. And lastly, a South Carolina shout to South Carolina. A South Carolina corrections officer found herself in a sticky situation after she was caught attempting to smuggle Rice Krispie treats to inmates. Well, the Rice Krispie treats has some drugs. She was 43 years old. She was busted with the sweet and crunchy contraband uh, Thursday as she was trying to hold down the inmates. Authorities believe the 630 gram pills are have a little bit of everything into it. She admitted to the crime, according to the warrant, and was arrested and charged with possession of narcotics. I'm not sure how she was sneaking in, if she was trying to boof it or if she was just trying to sneak it in, but she was caught. I'm going to be honest with you. All these stories went downhill after the, uh, you know, the penis, the, pe- the broken penis. I needed to That's know right. more about that. Send me that. Please send me the link to that because I don't feel like you dug into that story the way you should have. I need context. <laughs> well, you, you can dig into it a little more. I just need context. I need to know how that happens. Like, I've never heard of a penis breaking. That's yeah, they say, well, to go back to that story, it says 88.5% of penal fractures occur during sexual intercourse. What? Mm-hmm. Your penis can be fractured? Mm-hmm. They said it usually happens uh, doggy style and uh, man on top. A penal fracture. That's the two main hair. sexual positions that uh, endanger penises. Vice, Dramos uh, is showing me. Uh, here's how Dennis Rodman broke his penis three different times. Told you. I didn't say you were wrong. <laughs> I just said I, I never heard you. the story. Let me thing. tell you about being a personality. Okay. okay. If somebody tells you they haven't heard a story, sure. just explain it to well, them. That's what I'm trying to do here. You started yelling and screaming. <laughs> no, because you, you you like to insinuate things. Insinuate what? what? That I might be <laughs> studying Dennis Rodman. Whatever. This guy is crazy. I'm crazy. Yes. Both of y'all are crazy. Uh, all right. But yeah, I've never heard of a penile fracture. That's crazy. Well, that was your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Stay on your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Good morning, brother. Get it off your chest. Um, yo, my name is um Arnold, and I'm from Brooklyn. Um, I listen to you guys every morning. Hilarious! I love your show. Thank um, you, Arnold. Hey, Arnold! Because <laughs> the football head. There you go, the one and only. Yo, um, reason why I'm calling is because Charlemagne. I'm gonna let you know, it is possible to break your penis. Cause I broke <laughs> mine about three years ago. I didn't wow. say it wasn't. I just I never heard it? of it. How'd you well, break? Now it? you heard about three stories. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to know, like. It's sure what DJ Envy said, like, I was with my girl, we was drunk, and was having sex from, from doggy style, came out, and broke right up against the cheeks. So what happens when it breaks? Because I read, I, I just read something when quick it, about a tear. Oh, when it breaks, it basically, one of the dusters on the inside, it erupts, Ugh. and your penis basically blows up to, like, the size of a water bottle, and oh. it's completely purple. That's Another a- name of it is called I'm an eggplant. Minus the color, that could be dope. I would hurt. Did you cry? <laughs> you know. Does it stay cry? that size? Nah, 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 nah. They made it better. They healed it and it made it way better. So Did you cry, sir? The worst, it, it's a popping sound. It's a cracking sound. And uh, one of the worst things is that if you don't get a fix within 48 to 72, 72 hours, you will um, suffer from extreme penile erection. You won't be able to catch an erection from ED. You will suffer from it. Now, that's wow. the first 48 episode we need. There you go. How painful <laughs> How painful was that, sir? How painful was it? To be very sincere with you, I've broken bones. I've broken a couple of things in my body. It was not that painful. Ironically, that's crazy. I was more in shock and disbelief. 
Wow. I'm telling God, break my arms and my legs, not my friend. You know, like, <laughs> How long did it take to heal? It took about um, six to seven weeks. Then after that, um, about an extra three weeks until I was able to have sex. So was you thrusting? Oh, I was f***ing. Oh, my God. I was thrusting like, oof. Wow. It came out and just went, bop, hit up against my girl. I heard a popping sound. I'm like, what Ouch. is that? I took two steps and it just oh, completely blew up. Well, well, yeah, I just want to point out that, that Thank you, sir. This did happen to the porn star Pinky. She was uh, having sex on camera and she was on top and she went up and came down and the whole condom filled with blood. I wonder what oh a woman goodness. would a woman you, brag sir. about that? Like I broke his like a woman rapper, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I don't think you want to brag about it. Mm. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Drew, this is Drew out of Maryland. Drew, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I just want to ask, how do y'all feel about the pandemic being over? It's not. It's not over. My homegirl. Why are we not wearing any masks or anything? I'm still wearing masks. I was, you know what? Uh, my my homegirl, Jess Hilarious, uh, hosted a Carefully Reckless podcast. Our podcast this week is called COVID Continues because she's been fighting COVID for the past week and a half. Wow. But down here in Maryland, no one wears a mask. It was just That's what she had, too. She, she in Baltimore. She That's exactly what Jess had in Baltimore. Right. So my question, do you think it was a setup or do you think it was legit? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Man. I think it was legit. People are dying or still dying from it. But I do think a lot of people are getting vaccinated and they're getting a little loosey-goosey with it. But I still continue wearing my mask when I can, when I'm out and yeah, about. Yeah, they, they, they did say cases are surging in states where less people are vaccinated. I see nothing on the news about it. Well, yeah, they don't put they don't put it up on the news anymore because you know they they they, they I, I always said after Trump got out of office they was going to change the narrative on COVID. But yes, I do. Right. I, they, 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 it's still out there, my brother. Yeah, be safe, all right? I believe it. Yeah, I'm messed up. I'm messed up, so be good. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? J1, the school boy. J1, what you, up? You too old to be a school boy, King. <laughs> Get you it off your chest. That's the last time, Charlemagne, before drama comes up on me. But anyway, I'm the school boy <laughs> for many reasons. Good morning, y'all. What's going on? What's good up, morning. King? Good morning. What's up, Yee? Uh, DJ Envy, Charlotte. Hey, I just want to get on my chest. Charlemagne, like Carlos Miller said, you got to watch your etiquette because you got a lot of feminine ways. You be way too eager to drop it like a bad bitch on your birthday. Yeah, I'm very in tune with my uh, sacred masculine and divine feminine, man. I'm glad that you enjoyed me dropping it. You, now, tell the truth. I, dro- <laughs> I dropped it like a Gito, didn't I? Come on now. Hey, them knees still working, huh? Hey, come on now. How else I'm supposed to know if the knees still work as a 43-year-old hey, grown man? Man, you better quit advertising them knees like that. You gonna make somebody okay. make you use them in the wrong way. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I think he just propositioned you. I think he did, too. No, G, come on. You don't run up on me like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, I like how you. I like how you start. Hey, hey, I like how you started giggling like a schoolgirl at the thought of me dropping it loader. <laughs> not, not a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are flirting. All right, man. Thank you, alumni. Thank you, King. I'm July 13th. I'm coming up. Hey, cancer gang, gang. We'll be looking. We'll be looking for your video of you dropping it low. Never that ye. All right. You too, King. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and this YouTube star and makeup mogul is saying that there's a lot of NBA players and rappers Mm -hmm. they slept with, but they can't talk about it because people have threatened to murder him. Whoa. 
All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it was a surprise versus last night. Bobby Brown versus Keith Sweat, and it's Essence Festival, so they're the ones that brought that to us. And it was pretty interesting to to watch the two of them, by the way, Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat, were definitely drinking some Ciroc and having a good time early on. Listen to this. Yeah, boy, you made me want to sing along with them joints. We have something in common. Something, man. Dang, hold up. Don't, don't play. Don't play nothing till I say Go ahead and say it. We have something in common. Chirac. <laughs> Baby, don't just die. We have something in just common. Just take responsibility. Responsible. You taste so good like I know you would. See, people were saying <laughs> Keep Sweat was drunk. All I could think about was when we drank all that cognac in Atlanta with Keith. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, that brother can hold his liquor. See, when you when you walking around for years and leather everything and drinking liquor, you don't get drunk. You don't get drunk. Yeah. So I mean, it was an interesting battle to watch. And you know what's interesting? When I was looking at people's comments, some people had Keith Sweat, some people had Bobby Brown. It really is just a celebration. But I saw so many like people be like, "Yeah, he killed him," and it was sway both ways. So I guess it just really depends on who you no, ask. No, nah, last thing. night Keith Sweat killed him. Yeah, Keith Only, Sweat did only because Bobby nah. Bobby's playlist wasn't up to par. Whoever right. put up put together I, the Bobby's I looked playlist. At, I looked didn't at Billboard right. and Billboard had Bobby Brown. Billboard, yeah, That's but Billboard, yeah, Billboard's ridiculous. Billboard? I'm just telling you. Now here's a hard round. No. This was I think the hardest one. Round 17, make it last forever versus Roni. Um, make it last forever. To me, that was Roni. the hardest. To me, that's the hardest. That's a tie right there. That's I will say that's me. a tie. I will say that's a tie. But the way Keith Sweat did it, you got to give it to Keith Sweat. And Billboard also said right, round well, ten, uh, Keith Sweat, I wanna versus Bobby Brown's getaway, and they get at the Bobby Brown. Come on, man, over yeah, I wanna. Yeah. Stop it. When, but when are we starting to listen to Billboard exactly. on, on their decision <laughs> on things? Like why? I'm just telling you, a lot of people had discrepancies, I, but that's a good thing, right? That's really what versus what did, is supposed to be. What did BET say? What, what, did, what did Essence say? Well, why are we listening to Billboard? They on, did. On they did a Keith recap. They didn't necessarily thing. do. Well, Billboard's kind of the only one that does round for round. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, Essence mm-hmm. will do like a recap. But um, that's why I looked at that. But here is Keith Sweat, and he did this nice little Drake intro for, for himself. This is dope. <laughs> Let's do this, baby. Come on. I swear y'all just wasting y'all breath. I'm the light-skinned Keith Sweat. I'm the light-skinned Keith Sweat. I'm the light-skinned Keith Sweat. I'm going to make it last forever, ever, ever. He killed that. He killed that. He killed that. He killed that. Hey. I'm using that one. Next on me Tuesday, I'm using that one. He killed that. I also want to say, uh, I also want to say, Billboard said, uh, "My body, my body versus something in common." They gave it to something in common. I no, my body's better than something in common. And I love something. Well, yeah, I think everything's subjective. People, you know, people have different opinions. Mm-hmm. So, that, but that's what's good about it. Some people will say Keith Sweat won, but some people say Bobby Brown won. But that's the whole point. Because truthfully, it's some so- of these records really are like, like really ties, right? Like if you go around yes. 16, Just Got Paid versus Rock With You. Man, that's two different t- kind of records. But I, I, I would say that's a tie. Make that It Last Forever versus Roni, that's a tie. That's a tie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now let's move on and let's talk about makeup artist uh, Jeffree Star. He's a makeup mogul, 
And he's been in the news. Remember, there was a, a TikToker who tried to say that he messed with Kanye West and he denied mm-hmm. that and said it wasn't true. Well, now he's done an interview with Dave Portney on TikTok and he revealed that he has hooked up with a lot of celebrities. Here's what he said. Um, a lot of NBA players and rappers, yes. But I have a code where I'm never going to out them. And a lot of them have threatened to murder me if I ever say their names. So God. The and sex is great. True. The names are invisible. How do they reach out to you? How do they Just do DM that? They-, they DM me. If you yeah. had the password to my phone, you would but- yourself. Oof. All right. Well, I guess that's the code, though. You're never supposed to discuss that. Just let it go. He got a stupid call collection, right. too. Crazy. Jeffree Star? Mm-hmm. You been in his crib? No, I've seen it on Instagram. Mm. Did you try to reach out to him for the car show? No, I don't know him. I would okay. though. He got you it. When DM I said, he got him a, like like everybody else has. No, been. he got a he got a. When I say a crazy collection, he has like so, a bunch of supercars, million dollar cars. Like he he has a, a dope collection. Listen, he makes money. Okay, mm-hmm. he does. Shout out shout out to our uh, our friend Juan who actually works with him too. Boom cat makeup artist. All right, Britney Spears has been invited to Congress to help inform policy decisions on conservatorships. A group of Republican House members have invited her, saying that her conservatorship battle could influence policy and give hope to millions. They said the obvious financial, emotional, and psychological abuse at the hands of her conservators could advance social, political, and criminal justice reform. They said, you've been mistreated by America's legal system. We want to help. The United States Congress should hear your story and be inspired to bipartisan action. What happened to you should never happen to any other American. Your story is so powerful and the admiration of your achievements so great. You and perhaps only you can blow that door wide open, giving hope to millions. So we'll see if she takes them up on that offer to mm-hmm. speak you know, her truth. And look, it's the best thing she could have done, it feels like right now, is to be heard, right? And to say that she wanted that hearing to be public, her speaking out about her situation, because nobody was really aware how bad it was for her. I mean, that's the best thing when uh, when things happen to celebrities like this. The best thing that, that happens is it brings light to things, issues like this, because I didn't even, you know, know of conservativeships before this. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. And, and All right. you and Nick Cannon are hosting at King of Diamonds in Atlanta. Yeah. On Saturday, yes, two niggas that need to be home with their kids. <laughs> Y'all got seventeen kids together. How you? How you think we gonna pay for them kids if we ain't out there hustling you know and working? You ain't wrong when you're right. <laughs> when they put us on the fly, said this right. is the baby making edition. I was like, how many kids oh we got my together? God. How many do y'all have together? A cool dozen, right? I got five and one on the way. I don't know how many he has. Uh, about to be seven, right? Man, <laughs> hey, y'all got a cool dozen. Okay. I ain't gonna lie, he killing you with the twins, though. He did. He killing me, man. Yeah, I let him win that. No he killing you with the twins. I let him right. win that. I let him take that one. I let him take that one. He got it. All right. All right. When we come back, front page news, what we talking about? Man, this broke my heart, and I hope that it doesn't happen, but they're saying that Shikari Richardson, U.S. sprinter, could miss the Olympics. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible has everything you want to listen to, all the latest bestsellers, new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you'll only find on Audible. And it's all in one app. Get your first audiobook free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, NBA, the Bucks beat the Hawks 123-112. They lead the series 3-2. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? 
Well, we're always giving you updates on that condo building collapse in Surfside, Florida. So far, 18 people have been confirmed dead. 145 people are still unaccounted for, but they do have concerns about the parts of the building that are still standing that could add more difficulty. They did have to halt work for much of the day yesterday as they were still assessing the structure that was still standing. And they said there were some safety concerns. They said it could be weeks before the rest of the building gets demoed. So, again, prayers for those people that still are not accounted for. And mm-hmm. they're talking about this whole insurance, too. The, the insurance that they have, the policy on that building is definitely not going to be enough, you know, for people. So we'll see what they're going to end up having to do. It looks like um, some lawsuits coming. Now, Shikari Richardson, uh, you know, in the U.S. Olympic trials performance, in her 100 meters qualified her to compete in the Tokyo Olympics. She's America's fastest woman. She may not get to compete. They said she failed a drug test. The Gleaner, which is a paper in Jamaica, was the first to report the news, and the test was administered as last month's trials. At last month's trials. Yeah, I mean, weed is being legalized all across America, medically and recreationally. I don't know any of the drug policies for the Olympics, but that just simply doesn't seem fair. But doesn't wait? Weed doesn't enhance you, though, right? No. Nah. I thought weed is kind of like a depre- like a depressing. I thought it sounds like enhancing. an outdated type of you know drug testing because exactly. obviously marijuana is is legal is legal in Jamaica. You know, so Shikari Richardson posted, yeah, I am human. And you know how I realized that last time I went there, I was at a party and they were just selling, um, you know, pre-rolls. Are you sure? Openly. Because for a long time, we wasn't legal. You I'm positive. They they were selling that at an event, like coming up to you, not hiding it. It was legal. Medical marijuana. Medical marijuana is currently legal in Jamaica, they said. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't recreational because they they lock your ass up in, in Jamaica for... Just smoking. Listen, nobody was getting locked up and it was out in the open. It wasn't, you know, it was like people that were working there selling it. All right. Now, Man, athletes. You just snitched are... on the whole organization. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, they Man. told me they told me it was legal. That's well, why I'm yeah, saying uh, it. Medically, but not recreationally. recreationally. Remember, they got mad at me when we did that. Um, We did a broadcast from Jamaica and back you said in the day. It, you know how long ago that was? Yeah, but. That I... was a long time ago. That was like but 10 it wasn't, years ago. It wasn't legal then either. Yeah? Not recreationally. And the guy, right, the, the guy, the, the guy that was selling it on the resort was like, "You're not supposed to say I'm selling it on the resort." <laughs> he was, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have a lot of uh, people who are licensed now, and they decriminalize the possession of weed and legalize it for religious and medical purposes. All right, now athletes are not permitted to wear swimming caps designed for natural hair at the Olympics. Soul Cap, which is a black-owned brand that creates swimming caps for natural hair, was denied certification. And they said they're very disappointed, of course, that, you know, that's not going to happen. But according to the outlet, they said, to their best knowledge, the athletes competing have never used, neither required to use caps of such size and configuration. And they said the caps don't follow the natural form of the head. So Soul Cap was created in 2017. It designed swimming caps specifically for natural hair so athletes can compete easily without struggling with the size of it or the threat of damaging their hair. Things like that are very important. I don't know if you I know you guys don't have hair like that, but um, yeah. All right. And Patrick Beverly has apologized to Chris Paul for shoving him in that incident. He also tweeted out at CP3, emotions got the best of me last night, gang. My bad wasn't meant for you. Congrats on making it to the finals. Best of luck. That was so, a different Chris kind Paul. of shove, though. That, was, that wasn't even a shove. No. That was during a basketball play. That was like a personal, what the hell did you say I to me? I didn't like you, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to know what Chris Paul said to him. I want to know what caused Patrick Beverly to do that. I mean, I'm glad he apologized. I mean, it's cool if you want to apologize. I just want to know what made him do that. Mm-hmm. Well, according to him, his emotions got the best of him. I don't know. 
All right. And that I wonder if Chris Paul should accept that. Like, dude, you just shoved me for no reason. No reason. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, two days ago, uh, Ebony K. Williams was on the show and uh, she talked about something that we've been talking about behind the scenes for the last two days as well. Can we play a clip of that? If coming home to a sanctuary is important to you, if coming home to a curated home where you are king of your castle, there's a hot meal, you don't have to worry about where your clothes are, they're clean, they're hanging up, everything's organized, your kids are clean, they've done their homework, those things, I'm the woman for you. I really believe a woman's role is to curate a safe, very comfortable, loving home. That said, I'm not paying no mortgage. Not even five what about bills? You paying some bills? <laughs> I pay a spectrum bill. If I have to pay for the roof over my head and my children's head, I might as well live live with you. Wow. All right. Well, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. How do you feel about that conversation and what she said? Mm. What she basically said was what? If she's in a relationship, she expects the man to take care of the majority of the bills, right? Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. The mortgage. Sure she's clear. not paying no mortgage, period. She said the only thing she's paying is spectrum. Right, but she also said she's holding down the household and everything mm-hmm. else. So, you know, that's something. But I will say, I think it depends on what works in your household. Some men want to pay the whole mortgage, and that's the deal they have. Some people look at their salaries and have a joint account, and they said, okay, I make 70000 you make 100000 so we'll split the bills like that. It just depends on what you work out. Some people might say, I pay the mortgage, then you pay the gas bill, you pay the electric bill, you pay the cable bill, you pay the rest of the bills, you buy the groceries. It just depends, I would think, because then what happens if you pay the whole mortgage throughout your whole entire marriage, then who owns the house if things don't work out? Yeah, both on the house. Yeah, uh, that, yeah that don't matter. Yeah. When you get it, you yeah, get it. Because some that people, I, I see all kinds of issues with people talking about that too when it's time to get divorced and they say, I paid this, I paid that. You know, so I think it's just something that people have to do, come together and make their own conclusions on what they want to do based on their own beliefs and their financial situations because there's women who make way more money than the man that they're with and they hold it down more because they kind of have to. Well, I, I'll be honest. Like, um, Gee and I have been together 26 years. So when we were together, we both were working, right? We had a, a child. And at that time, I was doing well. We were both doing well, actually. But I didn't want our child to be raised by a nanny or somebody else with us both working crazy. So at the time, I was fina- financially secure. So I said, you know what? I'll work and you just hold down the fort. But there's no way that I could just meet somebody right now. We start dating and they say, hey, and this is how it's going to work. I'm going to stay home and you're going to pay for all the bills. And I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? You're just getting to know somebody. I've known Gia since I was 16, which is a little different. But just dating right now. But what if she has a baby and and she wants to stay home and you want her to take care of the kid? Because that is a good reason. That's a full-time job right there. It is a full-time job. Absolutely. I I don't know. It just the the way she said it made it seem like, yo, you supposed to take the marriage? You supposed to do this? And I'm just going to pay Spectrum. And it is what it is. But I don't know. Let's talk about it. And and we'll get your opinion when we come back, Charlemagne. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Ebony K. Williams, author, attorney, 
friend to the room. And of course, she's on uh, Housewives of New York. Now, if you missed it, this is what she said a couple of days ago when she joined us. If coming home to a sanctuary is important to you, if coming home to a curated home where you are king of your castle, there's a hot meal, you don't have to worry about where your clothes are, they're clean, they're hanging up, everything's organized, your kids are clean, they've done their homework, those things, I'm the woman for you. I really believe a woman's role is to curate a safe, very comfortable, loving home. That said, I'm not paying no mortgage. Not even five dollars. What about bills? You paying some bills? I'll, I'll pay a spectrum bill. If I have to pay for the roof over my head and my children's head, I might as well live live with you. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your opinions? Uh, we heard from you and myself. What, what, what do you think, Charlemagne? Um, I don't have a problem with anything she said. You know, I, I I agree with her, and it means a lot coming from Ebony because she actually has money. So she's not some you know chick with no finances. You know, uh, asking a man to take care of her. You know, um, I, I know my wife is the CEO of the house, and I would I would assume most wives are the CEOs of the house, the curators curators of the castle. Hell. The, you know, that's that's my wife's house and that's the kid's house. I just live there. She takes care of everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. My job is to protect and provide. And I thank God that we have the resources, you know, to be able to do that and that we're in these positions. And I've been on the other side as well. When I got fired from Wendy Williams show back in the day, I, I was too proud to go collect unemployment. So I stayed at home with my oldest daughter and my wife went to work and she took care of all the bills. Now that we got, you know, three kids and, you know, I, I'm in a much better position financially yeah you know but, be, be, stay home and curate the castle but you are in a better financial predicament so i mean it's and she still does her thing on the side she does you but, know she does she does personal training but for for somebody who doesn't have a, fi- a secure enough financial situation that can uh take i can't care speak for household you know what i mean they, they that's a little different situation they can't be in a relationship where they could just take care of everything and everything worked. They both got to work. Like my mother and father both had to work. And my mother still was the CEO of the household. Like they didn't have a relationship with my dad. Could be like, all right, ma, you stay home. No, they both well, had to well, work. Well, let, well, let's be clear. Ebony clearly is not speaking for, you know, those, those individuals. Ebony's telling you what she wants. She's clearly looking for a man who's able to be able to pay the mortgage while, you know, she's does her thing yeah, at she's home speaking, and curates the castle. She's speaking for, for herself. I'm a big fan personally of having your own individual accounts, but having a joint account where all the money goes into every month so all the bills are covered and you have savings for vacation. And I think that's a great way to do things. But, you know, that's me personally and different people have different ways. And there's guys that, like you said, want to take care of all the bills. So you can't be mad at that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. A, ma- a man's job is to protect and provide, you know, um, a, 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 woman's, a woman's role is usually the curator of the castle. I don't have a problem with it. Like, I don't see why that even makes people upset that that's what she chooses to want to do. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Shawnee. Hey, Shawnee, good morning. Good morning. Oh, my God, so excited. Hello. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, girl. Hey, there. Hey, there. What do you think what Ebony K. Williams said? So, I think she's right, only because of one thing. I feel like when you with a man, that you should live under his income. So whatever his income is, he should be able to afford a house. And I'll pay for everything else and stay home. Like, I know how to make money mm-hmm. at home. So he's still going to be okay. Like, I don't mind paying bills. I don't want... Everybody got to okay. act their wage, man. Okay. Thank exactly. you, mama. Exactly. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Who's this? This is Greg. Greg, good morning, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, bro. What, what are your thoughts with Ebony K. Williams said? Well... 
to each his own, but in my house, me and my wife, teamwork makes the dream work. Now, he makes more money than me, and I make good money. My wife pays the mortgage, and I pay everything else. She calls me. She'll say, babe, I need $500 for this, or so $1,000 to go to the mall or food or whatever. I give her whatever she needs. He pays the mortgage. I pay every other bill in the house. No problem. Yeah, but who, but, 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 who, but who, who, who curates the house, though? Who holds the actual house down? Who who does the cleaning? Who does the cooking? Who's with the kids? You obviously didn't hear what I said. Teamwork. <laughs> yeah, but all you said was financial stuff, though. You said you said teamwork makes the dream work, but then all you did was proceed to talk about financial stuff. The, the house, most of our kids are teenagers, so they kind of jump in and do their own thing in the house. So when it comes to that part of it, we don't have we don't have a messy house. Our kids kind of tidy up things on their own. And my wife works from home right now as we speak. But she well, she's a she's a government employee. So it's a, so, so, so it's a family thing because when you say teamwork makes the dream work, teamwork also is the woman being the curator of the castle and you being the provider of said financial resources. It's still all a team. Exactly. Well, in my we we have never in all the years we've been together we've never had a problem about money at all. Period. She called me. She called me now and said, "Babe, I need a thousand dollars. I'll send her a thousand dollars. I gotta pay a bill. You got it. No problem." Yeah, my wife don't have to do that because we got joint accounts. Well, we have we have joint accounts and separate accounts. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, brother. 800-585-1051. We're just taking your calls on what Ebony K. Williams say. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know in there. Call me. Add your opinions to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Ebony K. Williams. You know her from Housewives of New York. She's an attorney. Friend to the room. She's been up here so many different times. Author. And this is what she said the other day when she was on The Breakfast Club. If coming home to a sanctuary is important to you, if coming home to a curated home where you are king of your castle, there's a hot meal, you don't have to worry about where your clothes are, they're clean, they're hanging up, everything's organized, your kids are clean, they've done their homework, those things, I'm the woman for you. I really believe a woman's role is to curate a safe, very comfortable, loving home. That said, I'm not paying no mortgage. Not even five dollars. What about bills? You paying some bills? I'll, I'll pay a spectrum bill. If I have to pay for the roof over my head and my children's head, I might as well live, live with ye. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts on this? Hello, who's this? How y'all doing this morning? Why you sound why, why you sound like your wife paying for everything? Oh, check this out, Charlemagne. And I'm gonna be honest, bro. When I heard that interview, I never even knew how this how this female Ebony K. Williams looked. And I heard the radio portion of the interview. But I follow you, and I follow Miss Gorgeous Angela Yee. And at the end of the day, when I heard that comment, bro, it was like a turnoff because she says she wants this out of a man. She's willing to do all that for her man. But at the end of the day, she's limiting basically a certain portion of men because I know I do well for myself. I'm a truck driver. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I know we're in two different pay brackets. But because I can't pay the mortgage, because I know she's not going to be 
comfortable in a three, four hundred thousand dollar home with the income she make. And I'm not counting her pockets, but at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure she's making that alone on on New York House Housewives. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you tell me I got to pay majority of the bills, and only thing you're going to foot is the cable bill because you're keeping the house clean, taking care of the kid, doing this and that. That's all fine and dandy, but we could do that together. But at the end of the day, if you truly want love and a man that's going <laughs> to cherish you and be there to the end of time, you limiting yourself because you're telling me I got to be able to afford your lifestyle, even though I'm not able to afford it. My brother, I mean, listen, Angela, you're not wrong, but, my so brother. Angela, but but the way Angela came back, and I even I even DM Angela because I love her personality. How she acts. You know when they, when they speak to Angela, I love Angela's personality and no 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 hits to her old man. But at the end of the day, I don't know what in the world is holding this man from marrying that woman because Angela's spirit. That's what I want in a female, bro. Angela, you, hey, I'm gonna tell you something. Angela, you don't want nobody broke either. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I said I, I'll pay fifty percent, but I'm not paying seventy percent. You gotta hold your own. That's See, but that's the, that's the whole thing. With, with, and I I've been with broke people when I, but but from personal experience, when you've been through something like I've been with somebody broke before, I was like, I'll never do that again. Yeah, but it, it it's a lot that comes with that with a guy's with a guy's ego, love. the way that it affects the relationship when he can't handle certain things. But that's you know, just the way guy. that the dynamics. That's what I'm saying. I learned my lesson from that. And I wouldn't date somebody who didn't have it together where I had to take care of the majority of things. I had to, I mean, I was way younger. I had to write this guy's resume, get but him a job. I'm not doing somewhere. that again. Everybody. Gia. Gia, Gia was 80, 20. She was 80 and I was 20 when we first came up. Like we, you go yeah, through Yeah, but I'm at a certain point right now. I'm not 22 years old anymore. You said that, that before. That happened when I, I was yeah, 20. And that's what, I, Ebony is what, 30 plus years old. You know what I'm saying? She's a, a, a college-educated woman. She's, she's been, been she's, married She's an attorney. Before. She's been married before. Just got out of a relationship. Just got out of an engagement. She's got her own money. If she wants a man with money, what's wrong with that? That's really what it boils down to, right? I mean, she could she could take whatever she wants, but it's to a point that, like, you don't see... You see 40-year-old people, 50-year-old people, 60-year-old people going broke, like, making bad decisions, bad investments, and then five years later, they come right back up. What like, that got to do with, What that got to do with what she want now? But you can be broken and come back and make it. Like, I mean, if, if listen, you love somebody, you can support somebody or whatever they do. I don't know what y'all talking but about. I will, but I will say that when you're with a guy who doesn't have anything right now and financially can't even take care of himself, he does act a little defeated. And let me say something. Angela, he's right. But also, too, it really boils down to what your financial situation is in regards to this topic. I don't want to hear from you on this topic if you're not even financially able to do what Ebony is talking about. Some men are not able to do it, and that's fine. But you can't come up here, you can't call up here and shoot down what she said if you're not even capable of doing what she said. Of course you're going to be against it because you can't do it. And one last thing I want to say about what he said, though. A lot of times we have all these things that we want and you end up with the exact opposite of that. So you never know what can happen in life, too. We have these standards. He's got to have this. He's got to have that. And then you fall in love with somebody that ain't got it. You might be missing your blessing. No, he's right. You might be missing your blessing. It might be somebody that really, really love you and you don't get with them because they can't do what you want them to do financially. I'm just saying that money ain't, ain't, ain't the, the end all be all when it comes to relationships, in my opinion, because there are of trials and tribulations. You can go up, you can go down. We know a lot of people that were up, 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 and now all of them, they're not. They're horrible. Yeah, but our perspective is It's a lot easier to be with somebody when things were good and then they go down and you stick through them with it than when you meet them 
and they're down and that's different, I think. And Envy, our perspectives are different. I've been with my woman for 23 years. Been You've been with, with your woman for 20, 26 years. Our perspectives are different. Everybody don't have those childhood sweethearts like we do. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is you better get you some goddamn money, okay? You better <laughs> figure it out, all right? And until you figure it out, act your mother effing wage. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but you you got a bunch of daughters. You don't want your daughters to do that. You you want your daughters. I don't to be want in my daughters to do what? If my daughters, oh boy, and I I I, I know they're gonna end up like uh, uh, Ebony K because they're gonna go to school and they're gonna be well educated. <laughs> and they're gonna have their own money because their daddy is setting them up to have their own Correct. money. And I want them to be able to pick their options just like Ebony is. Ebony Ebony has put herself in a position where she can make the choice on what she wants. That's what life is about. Envy, I can't see you being okay with Madison paying the rent for herself and a guy and paying for him to go on vacation Man, and please. paying all the bills. Hey, yeah. so I cannot I see you saying but, that's but okay. This, but this is the thing. If, if Madison falls in love with somebody that she loves, that treats her well, that does everything for her, he doesn't have to make millions of dollars. He could have a regular job making $100,000 a year and he treats her well. And I'm fine with that because yeah, like Charlamagne said, I'm setting her up where she can have her own and she has her own businesses and she has her own properties and her own crib. But I'd rather she's there for love because at the end of the day, money fades, beauty fades. But if somebody loves you for you, I and treat you well. If your daughter be, money fades, if your daughter money fades, cancel all your seminars right now. We're not coming to no more of your financial <laughs> classes if Madison money going to fade in the future. Madison's I'm good. cool with it. I'm cool with a 50-50, <laughs> but I just, I just can't good. see myself. I can't London's see myself good. holding everything down. I just Jackson's can't. good. And you ain't gonna want Madison. And you, you are not gonna want Madison with some dude living off her. If you found out Madison was paying the mortgage her. herself, that's what we just said. A hundred thousand. You said money doesn't matter at all. No, they, I mean, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, you're still putting in something. You're still putting in something. You're not gonna be that's not money. In the same I mean, you just said yeah, money doesn't matter. If she fell in love with somebody that didn't have any money, no, that, I mean, you're saying you still that shouldn't matter. Gotta, you got you still got to work. You can't sit on your ass and play video games. A hundred thousand. And Envy will be like, don't drive the Phantom. Drive. Let him drive the uh the 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 Wrangler. Let him drive the Jeep. Don't let him drive the Phantom. Sir, the Kia. The Kia. We got rumors on the way, man. <laughs> yeah, so since we're talking about this topic, let's talk about Wendy Williams and Tabitha Brown. She weighed in on Tabitha Brown's marriage, saying that it's doomed if she plans to retire her husband. And look at the Wendy Williams situation. Well, you know what? That didn't work out well either. I forget it. Yeah, bad right, example. Yeah, bad example. <laughs> rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Dan, come fix my mic. My hey, mic is yo. limp. Wow. Broke it? My Mo- mic is broke. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Look. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, my God. This show, man. Good morning. Did you- Dan ever get that audio I needed from yesterday I was asking for? What audio was that, yeah. Yee? Some, some right. wow-ish that you said. Right now, he's trying to fix his mic. Mm-hmm. He's playing with his mic. No, he's somebody need to right. come fix my microphone. I, that sometimes I wonder, is this a multi-million dollar nationally syndicated radio show or not? All I know is we going on vacation. It's yes, the 4th indeed. of July weekend. We have next week off. I am so excited. Right. I just want to be able to sleep. I don't even know if I'm going to go anywhere other than I got an event in New Orleans because my press juices and coffee are going to be in 20 stores, I found out. I thought it was just 16, but now it's 20 stores. Congratulations. Right now in Rouses. So if you're in New Orleans, if you're in Louisiana, go to Rouses and look for Drink Fresh Juice and Coffee Uplifts People. Super exciting, and I'm gonna have a, a celebration with y'all next weekend. Congratulations! Okay. Thank yeah, I don't you. Think I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything either. I'm just gonna do Coachella uh, Saturday, which I'm super duper excited about. I just did CBS uh, 46 Atlanta. 
Uh, just, I mean, just guys, just get there early. There's parking at the venue. I think the parking lot is uh, a, a distance from the venue because the way it's set up. But it's going to be a great time, man. Just get out there early if you're coming and uh, just have a lot of fun. It's going to be family fun day. Bring the kids. Bring mama. Bring grandmama. My mom's coming. Uh, my All my kids are here. They're super duper excited. And that's it. I think I'm going to stay here a couple of days. I'm going to take my kids to the aquarium because I, I heard uh, Atlanta has a beautiful aquarium. So... I'm just going to chill out in Atlanta for a little I'm bit. I'm definitely going somewhere, okay? What the hell are y'all talking about? I'm going to enjoy me a nice family vacation. You hear me? And my energy go. my energy is going to be keep sweat at verses all week long. Okay? Sweaty forehead and all. All right? Okay. Sweaty okay, forehead. Right. Sweaty forehead. Red solo cup uh, full of my favorite spirit. Okay? Get it, girl. That's right. God damn all it. Right. Are you going to be dropping it low? You know it. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. This is me. All right. Now we got rumors on the way? What are we talking about? Yes, uh, Bill Cosby did his first interview since being released from jail, and we have some of it for you. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Bill Cosby. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen well, Bill Cosby did his first radio interview since being released from prison, and this was with Detroit radio host Frankie Darcel. This was a mix 92.3, and he was talking about uh, people who are wrongfully in prison who don't have money to afford a good attorney. Here's what he said. No, there are some people <laughs> who do the correct thing. But here's what you can see, how powerless many of us feel your audience needs the truth because this is not just a black thing. This is for all the people who have been imprisoned wrongfully, regardless of race, color, or creed. These people can't get lawyers, and, they, and the lawyers they get are with the lawyers that are going against them. All right. Now, to be clear, you know, Bill Cosby, they did not say that he was innocent, but they said the immunity that he was promised should have prevented him from ever being charged. And going along with the situation, they said that he is exploring his legal options now after being released from prison. He could potentially sue the county. Uh, according to sources, they said he's angry. He's been incarcerated for almost three years and they're trying to see what his options are exactly. They're looking into a possible lawsuit for abusive process. And that's just one of several potential options that they're discussing. Uh, so we oh, shall yeah. see. But I, said, I said that yesterday. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to sue. Yeah, they're going to sue. They, 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 they violated his constitutional rights. I'm pretty sure they're going to sue. I, didn't know, I thought it would be the state, though. I didn't know it was just the county. All right. Now, Howard University, in the meantime, you know, has denounced... Uh, Felicia Rashad, she's the newly named dean, and she did do a tweet supporting Bill Cosby. Got a lot of backlash for that, and then she did double back and say that she does support women and uh, survivors of sexual assault coming forward. She said her post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Well, Howard University released a statement stating personal positions of Howard uh, University leadership do not reflect policies. We will continue to advocate for survivors fully and support their right to be heard. Howard will stand with survivors and challenge systems that would deny them justice. We have full confidence that our faculty and school leadership will live up to the sacred commitments. All right. Now, earlier we were talking about Ebony K. Williams and what she had to say about the type of man that she wanted. She wanted a man that's going to pay the mortgage 
and take care of the responsibilities and she would take care of her responsibilities in the household. Well, Wendy Williams and Tabitha Brown have been going back and forth. And this all started when Tabitha Brown uploaded a YouTube video where she said she's retiring her husband from his job. I have said to him, babe, it's time. It's time for him to dream again. It's time for him to think like a child and think, ooh, when I grow up, what do I want to be? And it's something else. It's time for a new journey. And God has blessed us. He has blessed me that I can retire my husband. What's wrong with that? All right, he's been a police officer for the LAPD for 15 years. Now, here's what Wendy said is wrong with that. There's this woman... Her name is Tabitha Brown. Well, she's an influencer and she's saying that she's retiring her husband. Nope. I was married to one of those. You know, I make the money and so on and so forth. Go live your dreams, buy a business, you know, stay with me, but go, go, go. You see how that turned out. I predict that this marriage is gonna be on real rocky ground in a moment. Live your dream. I think that's so foul. I mean, I think what Tabitha Brown, if she's able to do it, I think that's great. He held that family down for so long. He's been a police officer. He's been working. He's been grinding. And now that she's making it, she can retire him. What's the, what's wrong with that? Well, here's Nothing. what Tabitha Brown said in response. First of all, Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. Wendy, the pain you must be in to feel this way, and I'm so sorry. But listen, let me tell you this. Um, 23 years I've been with my husband. Broke for a very long time together. Succeeded. For the last couple of years, together, my husband took a job in agreement with me. He took a job 15 years ago to help support my dream. First of all, can we drop on the clues bombs for the uh, place of healing that uh, Tabitha Brown is clearly in? I want to be there. I want to be that whole. To be able to... She uh, prayed for Wendy Williams. I'm telling you, I want to be that. That's where I want to be in my life. And, and by the way, n- nobody's wrong here. Everybody's experience is different. Tabitha not wrong. Ebony Williams not wrong. Wendy Williams not wrong. They all speaking from their experiences and based off their experiences, they are telling you what they want and how they want to do things. That's but all. Wind- but the Wendy Williams uh, ex-husband have a job? Did he have a job when they met Wendy? Was yeah. he working? I- yeah. He was definitely he was. He definitely was. He was a promoter or something, right? He definitely was. not I think he had like a, uh, he, he, had, he, had businesses, he had businesses and stuff. Now he definitely was. Don't come just ask. Uh, she did tell Wendy, I pray that love finds you. I pray it finds you and it holds you tight. I pray somebody loves you enough to sacrifice their life for you. I pray that type of love finds you so you can understand why I don't want my husband to put his life on the line anymore wearing a bulletproof vest if he don't have to and if that's not his yeah. desire. She also said that her husband has a nonprofit organization where he coaches children. He plans on focusing on that after leaving the LAPD. Hey, man, yeah. everybody's experience is different. Tabitha is do, doing things the way she wants to do it. You know, Wendy did things the way she did them. Like, it's just the, everybody's speaking from their experiences. That's and I'm all. confused because uh, Kev held Wendy down. He was probably one of the reasons why Wendy didn't get dragged through the streets. He was he was her quote-unquote muscle at the time. He listen, made sure she was good. He made I, he was her manager. Yeah, I he don't, did all listen, those things. I don't like the guy, but you're absolutely right. He did I'm that. Not, that was his I'm job. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm can't not going to lie. just to the curb now because he did that. He was the one that protected your ass. He's, he, he sacrificed, you know, things that he probably could have been doing to hold that situation. Absolutely. Down. Yes, that is true. Even though I don't like the guy. The like Yo, the guy. you ain't got to put that part out there, man. You ain't got to say that part. I, I have not gotten to the place Did of healing. Did you just learn that, from Tabitha's healing? I'm trying to man. get there. I haven't gotten to that place yet. Uh, you know what I mean? I have not well, gotten to him. that place. I do. 
I do. Yeah, actually. there you go. I absolutely. Well, that's a pray, good place. When you pray, what do you say? I'm just curious. Don't worry about it. That's between me and my God. <laughs> what do you say? That's between me and my God. Don't worry about that. But I definitely, right, I well, definitely pray for people's healing. That is, that is very true. All right. That is your rumor report. All right. Pray Thank for you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down with you? You know, we really need the U.S. Supreme Court to the, come to the front of the congregation. You know, I know it's been a very noisy week, but it is some things happening in this country that are absolutely going to impact us now and in the future. We shall discuss. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. And did you know that the general insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? That's a long time. So if you want the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, check out The General. 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Friday, July 2nd, still cancer season, goes to the U.S. Supreme Court, who on yesterday voted to wipe their ass with what remains of the Voting Rights Act. See, America, while you were preoccupied with whatever you were preoccupied with yesterday, more of our civil liberties were being stripped away. An article on NPR said it best, the Supreme Court's decision, while leaving some protections involving redistricting in place, left close to a dead letter the law once held as the most effective civil rights legislation in the nation's history. Oh, you thought Supreme Court... Just judges were supposed to be fair and partial, right? Oh, you thought the conservative majority in the Supreme Court was going to do the right thing like Spike Lee, huh? No way, Jose Cuevo. Okay, yesterday, by a, by 6-3, the Supreme Court said that the state of Arizona did not violate the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Now, what happened in Arizona? Uh, in case you forgot, there were two provisions of an Arizona voting law that restricted how ballots can be cast. Okay, laws that limited ballot limited ballot delivery to voters, family members, and caregivers, and a law that required election officials to throw out ballots that voters had cast in the wrong precincts by accident. Now, according to the U.S. Supreme Court, this does not violate the historic Voting Rights Act of 1965. This ruling will limit the ability of minorities, black and brown people, really black, to challenge state laws in the future that say they are discriminatory under the Voting Rights Act. America... Back in March, I believe I got on this radio and told you that 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access despite little evidence of voter fraud. Why? Hmm. How can I put this? Well, they simply don't want you niggas to vote. I'm talking to y'all the way they talking about y'all when they on the golf course or in those closed door meetings. How can we stop these niggas from voting? Well, yesterday, the U.S. Supreme Court showed us six the three how they plan to do it let's go to nbc news for the report please in a major test of the landmark voting rights act the court took up two restrictions in arizona one allowing the state to throw out votes cast in the wrong precinct and another that said only voters their family members or caregivers can turn in a person's mail ballot democrats said both made it harder for minorities to vote but by a vote of six to three with the court's liberals dissenting the court upheld the restrictions justice samuel alito's majority opinion said all votes 
zoning laws impose some burden, and they don't cross the line even if they create small disparities in voting as long as the state has some justification for them. But in a blistering dissent, Justice Alina Kagan said the court ignores that voter discrimination is getting worse. She said the ruling weakens the Voting Rights Act, a law that stands as a monument to America's greatness and protects against its basest impulses. Election law experts say the court now leaves few legal weapons to challenge new voting restrictions recently passed in nearly 20 states. They don't want you niggas to vote. CNN not going to tell you that. MSNBC not going to tell you that. Democrats not going to tell you that. They are implementing laws to stop black and brown people from voting. And it seems like nobody cares. I'm about to write a children's book called Are You There, God? It's Me, the Democrats. And it's all about how they must, they must, they must increase the Supreme Court from nine judges, nine judges to 13. Okay, now back in April, congressional Democrats did introduce legislation to expand the Supreme Court from nine to 13 justice. Good. That has to happen because American democracy is at stake. And as I told Secretary Judge this week, Democrats don't act like it. Okay, Justice Samuel Alto said the fact that voting restrictions affect racial or ethnic groups differently does not make them illegal. Listen to that sentence. The fact that voting restrictions affect racial or ethnic groups differently does not make them illegal. Well, what does it make it? Okay, I want to salute Heather Cox Richardson. Drop on the clues bombs for Heather Cox Richardson. She's a history professor at Boston Boston College. She puts out a, a daily email that one of my partners uh, forwarded me this morning. Uh, thank you, Stacey Creamer. But I, I, I read what you said this morning, Heather, and you hit it right on the head when you said, and I quote, we are reliving the re- reconstruction years after the Civil War, a time when the war changed the idea of who should have a say in American society. Before the war, the ideal citizen was a white man. Not much has changed. Usually a property owner, but those those very people, those are the very people who tried to destroy the country, okay? While during the war, black people and women who were excluded from politics gave their lives and livelihoods in support of the government. Heather goes on to say how after the war, white Southerners tried to reinstate laws that returned the black population to a position that looked much like slavery. Okay, it's a lot to read. Just know that in 1867, Congress gave black men the right to vote for delegates to new state constitutions. Those new constitutions gave black men the right to vote. White Southerners, of course, raised holy hell. They didn't want black Americans to have no damn rights. In 1870, Congress established the Department of Justice, the, the, the Department of Justice to defend black rights in the South. And white Americans immediately were determined to stop black participation in government. In 1890, a new constitution in Mississippi restricted voting not on racial grounds, but through a poll tax. Tax and literacy tests applied against black voters only. Black people challenged these Jim and Juan Crow laws that silenced them, but voting registration dropped in single digits. Do you hear me? Do you hear Heather? Okay, you have to know where we've been to know where we are going. These laws stayed in place for 75 years. And then in 1965, Congress passed the Voting Rights Act designed to undo voter suppression laws once and for all. 15 years ago, 2006, Congress voted almost unanimously to reauthorize it, and they've been chipping away at it ever since. Heather, in this newsletter, asked a very important question. To what end are we returning to 1860? All these restrictive voting measures passed by Republican-dominated legislators are designed to keep the Republicans in power, which nowadays are Trump supporters, a.k.a. the fascists, the people who believe in authoritarian rule and not democracy, period. America, on January 6th, I keep reminding y'all of this, there was an attempted coup in this country that these same people who are taking our voting rights away have fought so hard against prosecuting. Why? Because they on some get down or lay down stuff, period. And I don't know what to do other than make y'all aware. I'm just doing my job, making y'all aware. 
Okay, are the leaders in politics making y'all aware? Well, what did the president of the United States, Joe Biden, say? Well, he said, and I'm reading his quote verbatim, today's decision by the Supreme Court undercuts voting rights in this country and makes it all the more crucial to pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act to restore and expand voting protections. Our democracy depends on it. Well, as I wiped my forehead like I was participating in the verses last night with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, I hate to be the pessimistic person here. If that's what we have to wait on, democracy is done. Okay, the same people who have to vote to pass these bills are the same people in support of the suppression. That's all I got. Please give the U.S. Supreme Court. Matter of fact, let Remy Ma give the U.S. Supreme Court the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back from beyond the poll, Gigi, oh, I said Gigi, Gigi, Gigi Maguire. Gigi. And that is Virgo. so disrespectful. I like Gigi, though. Gigi sound hard. Gigi. It's Gigi. Gigi, Gigi. First of all, that's my girl Gigi, also from Lip Service. Let's not forget, mm-hmm. okay? Gigi. Gigi and Virgo. Shout mm-hmm. to Gigi. Gigi Maguire. Gigi. You know, I do that because people, <laughs> instead of people calling Gia Gia, they call it Gia. They call all types of names, but Gia. But I did the same thing. So, so you going to go mess up Gigi's name? Gigi. It, I didn't do it on Hurt purpose. people, hurt people, Gigi. Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. All right, well, we'll get to that next, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, we got my girl, Gigi McGuire, and we got Virgo from Beyond the Pole on WeTV. What's up, ladies? Good morning. Now, who house y'all like? Somebody getting some money. That's Gigi's I, house. Oh, okay. Yeah, my house. I see at least a half a million dollars in shoes behind you. Yeah, that's all my stripper money. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now, listen, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching you ladies on Beyond the Pole. And it was interesting to see this season, right, because there was a lot going on during the pandemic. Now, one of the themes that we did see on Beyond the Pole was returning to the strip club after not having been there for a while. When women, some of the women have retired, started their own businesses, but then had to return to the strip club. Have you guys ever um, had any experience with that? Well, um, not to give too many spoilers, but I put my shoes back on throughout the season. Well, towards the end of the season, you'll see um, it evolved that I definitely put my shoes back on and it's for a great cause. So you guys will just have to tune in to see what goes down and how it goes down. But of course I got my right hand. I don't know, well, you probably know Angela, but Charlamagne, I don't know if you know exactly who Virgo is. Virgo was a part of the snack pack. Yeah, the snack pack was legendary at Magic City. So I, when I was doing all the theatrical poetry tricks and everything, this was my partner right here. She traveled with me and everything when we were features together. So um, we we team up for a, a one night only situation. Damn, it's coming up. Soon. Y'all still yeah. look like y'all still look like kids. <laughs> That's so exciting, I know. <laughs> That's because we drink. We our still water. do the same, right? We and we still do the same thing. Like it was like ten years all over again when she moved back. Like we ain't miss a beat. Yeah. Now, Virgo, you've been with your man for what, seventeen years or something like that? It's been seventeen. All right. So did he want you to quit? <laughs> tell yeah. him why you quit. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, Angela. Let me answer that first. We did have the relationship talk. Okay, or the thing that everybody thinks like, mm he ain't gonna take me serious, or my man want me to quit. You know, my man want me to stop dancing. But for us, it was always the bigger picture. 
And we probably didn't even know what that was, like we know now, but it was always the bigger picture. We knew that together we could, okay, strive and benefit and just even just going through the movements, it taught us like, oh, okay, we well, we made it past that. So for real, for real, that's kind of like why I'm on this show, because I want people to stop saying like, oh, he ain't gonna take me serious. I can't be in no relationship. I mean, we were together the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do want women and men to stop doing that mm -hmm. and focus on the bigger picture of, you know, it's just YouTube. She went from want. Starbucks to stripping and they still was together. She quit but because I, she got an actress job on P. Valley. That's okay. right. Hey. Extra, extra from P. She actually got her P. Valley hair right now because they're back in production. And that's why she don't dance at Magic City no more. Okay, blow that horn, friend. Virgo, let me ask you a question. Do you remember your first date with your boo? Hell yeah, we was young as shit. I was still in high school, y'all. Like, it was so crazy. But go ahead. Did he pay this for y'all first date? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you had went out with him on a first date and he didn't pay, how would you have felt? Okay, for real, for real, I was so young, like, in high school. Right. We probably would have had to dine and dash because I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's down. She's down. I can tell you right now, if Gigi went on a first date with somebody and they didn't pay, that'd be uh, it. Oh, friend, don't play that. <laughs> well, we was having a debate this morning because uh, a brother in the room named Dramos, he said that uh, on a first date, um, a woman shouldn't expect him to pay and she should at least pump fake and act like she reaching for her wallet to pay for the date. Did he ask her on that date? Yes, and he asked her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, nope, nope. Gigi uh, has a, a horrific uh, Applebee's story for you, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the Applebee's story? Uh, real quick, in a nutshell, a guy flew me to, uh, a guy that I met at NBA All-Star Weekend flew me to Dayton, Ohio for Valentine's Day, and he kept ra raving about, he was taking me to his favorite restaurant for dinner, and we pulled up at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's his favorite restaurant. That's his favorite restaurant, though. Did he have a coupon? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I got on the plane the next morning and never talked to him again. Oh, <laughs> So was the plane ticket or the restaurant bill highest? Of course, the plane ticket was more than the restaurant bill. Damn. Now, let me ask you all this. Uh, watching the show, there's other things that happened that, um, I guess, Empress. Let's talk about her for a second. Empress has seven children by seven different men. She's currently, during the season, she's pregnant, and she smokes cigarettes in every scene. She smokes Newport 100. She told us she smoked about two to three packs a day. And when we said to her that we felt uncomfortable about watching her smoke while pregnant, she told us that she smoked with all six of her pregnancies, her babies came out fine, and that we need not worry about her because God got her and all her kids. Who that hurt? Mind your business. <laughs> is that hard though to be friends with somebody who you feel like is harming themselves and there's nothing you could do about it? It's hard to be, and it's hard to see it. Like it's a cringe when she around her and big old belly and she pulls out a cigarette. Yeah. But like I said that's in the first episode, she a grown ass woman. That's her body. That's her baby. We can't tell her what to do. Like we can express our opinion all day and tell her that we don't think that she should be doing it. And we'd rather not see it or be around her while she's smoking while pregnant. But you know, she grown and that little baby is, his name is Lucius. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, he's, he's very healthy. Mm -hmm. He's here and, and he's healthy. So. Her body, her choice, I guess. Who is her right. child's father? <laughs> oh, yes! Okay, 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 I get the time, I get the time! 
it's it's number six's baby daddy's brother. What? Same mama, same daddy, and they both married. So baby number six is a little girl, the little girl that she's holding in in a couple of the scenes, right? She's a mm-hmm. two year old, and her father has been incarcerated since she was six months old. And she's been taking care of him. So in the episode where Yaya calls her a sugar mama, she's talking about the fact that she takes care of her baby father who's in jail, who's also married. Right. Okay. So then she says that she had a a drunk Percocet night one night and got with uh, his right hand man and got pregnant. Come to find out the right hand man is his brother. Same mama, same daddy. So these kids are going to be cousins. Yeah, brothers. (laughs) Brussels. <laughs> oh my God! You sound like a blood. So, so this, <laughs> yeah, this, this issue causes a rift within her family, and um, you know, as as friends of hers, we we stand by her. It's her decision. You know, mm-hmm. again, she and she says, "Listen, you spoke with Empress. You know how like she doesn't believe in voting." We had a whole conversation yeah. about that. Yeah, and, and Empress is, you can't tell her nothing. And she said she never wanted a husband. She wanted children. Her She has seven children by seven men. And she has what she wants, and she's content. And she ain't looking for nobody for nothing. And everybody need to mind their damn business. Hey, Gigi, Bye. you know I love you, and but I'm, I feel like I'm missing out. I got to watch this goddamn <laughs> show. <laughs> Sound amazing. Gonna, I'm actually shocked and appalled that we ain't been went viral with all the that's happening yeah. on the show. It's so many things that's going on. All right, we have more with Gigi Maguire and Virgo. They're on the show Beyond the Pole. We'll talk to them when we come back some more. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Gigi Maguire and Virgo from Beyond the Pole. Yee. Virgo, you remember your last dance? Uh, mine was not as formal as Gigi's. <laughs> um, I mean, I left twice. Neither one of them was formal. Okay. Gigi, you had a when you your last dance, you retired. Retired. You had a whole ceremony. I did, yeah. and and I was the first. Tell yep. me what it looked like, friend. Bossup covered it, but I was the first dancer to uh, well, well-known dancer to have. A, a retirement party and I named it Last Dance because uh, well the Last Dance um, I named it that because it was of course my very last time performing on Magic City stage but also because my theme was Flash Dance and mm. I did the whole the cord and the money and that whole thing at the end um, so epic. Last Dance just kind of took on a life of its own after that you have dancers like um, what's this girl from Love and Hip Hop, um, uh, Dime Peace, and you have a few, like, I still to this day, I can be scrolling on the Explorer page and I'll see a flyer for a stripper having the last dance. And Were Michael Jordan re- stole your whole f***ing flow. <laughs> you did it first, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi, were you really ready to leave at that time when you did your last <laughs> dance? Now that you look... <laughs> I wasn't ready, honestly. I was, you know, well invested into my relationship and I was googly eyed and in love. And he let me know that he had issues with it throughout a period of time. And then it had just reached its breaking point. But it's like, there's a different culture in Atlanta when it comes to strip, in the South in general, when it comes mm-hmm. to strip. You know, we are held on a pedestal. Like, there's a food chain and we're at the top of it, right under the, the athletes mm-hmm. and, the, and the rappers. You know, there then comes the strippers. Mm-hmm. In New York and in the Northern states, it's just not the same. They view strip a whole different way. So that was the underlying issue, besides his insecurities, was the underlying issue <laughs> to where he felt like he didn't want his woman to be a, a dancer. 
I mean, listen, I get it because I'm from the South, too. I know plenty of brothers who've, who've, who've married women that used to dance, you know what I'm saying? But did you see where he was coming from a little bit, Gigi? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. absolutely, which is why I did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw I saw where he, where he was coming from, and, and I was really, um, like I said, invested into my relationship. I was here for the relationship. I actually, um, a lot of people don't know this either, but I chose the relationship over love and hip-hop as well. Um, I remember saying that I really only want to do the show to promote my business. I had just opened my pole dance studio, and he said, you got to find another way to promote your business because you're not doing love and hip hop. When when a man does ask that, does he have to find that? He has to financially supplement you, right? Oh, my platinum Amex came in the mail the next day. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No, they send them overnight. Word. But it's still hard because you were making your own money for so long. I was. I was. And and, and if I can say that I regret any part of the whole situation, I regret, regret excuse me, that I didn't have a full-fledged plan in play. I re re regret that I kind of let go of my business where Virgo was my GM and I basically just uh, allowed him to take control of my life. Again, as my friend, you know that that was something that was held over my head a long time during our relationship was the money. The fact that he was taking care of me and providing for me and my child and doing everything for me, that became an issue in our relationship down the line. What's the biggest misconception about dancers in the, in the script club business that y'all think Beyond the Pole is clearing up? They always doing it with the customers. Yeah, that we like, have sex with all of our no, customers. They don't even pay enough for the dance. <laughs> and so that, no, you can't get this. And the, the uh, <laughs> another big big misconception, and and this is one thing about the show that we're trying to put out there to change the narrative, is that we're they say that strippers are uneducated. They say that strippers are hooked on drugs. They say that strippers have pimps. They say that strippers will have sex anywhere for anything or whatever the situation, and that's really not the case. We are mothers. We are women first. Okay, we are mothers. We take care of our children. Children, we take care of our homes. We are providers. We are educated. We are entrepreneurs. We are out here level-headed and doing the right thing. Yeah, that's what I like about you the most, Gigi. And I mean, I've watched it over the years. You have become like an OG. And it's like you be trying to show these, these young girls how to do things the right way. Yeah, it's like I made these mistakes. And I am just the type of person that if I can help in any case, I will. I currently have my 23-year-old niece living with me. She's here in Atlanta and she works at Club Cheetah. And when she told me that she wanted to dance right after the pandemic and things were opening up back in um, Philly, Jersey area, she's like, well, I think I'm gonna go dance in Jersey. And I'm like, no, you don't. If you're gonna dance, you're gonna come to Atlanta, live with me, and we're gonna get you in one of these good clubs and I'm gonna mentor you on your way through. And I must say, Yaya Banks and Ivy is doing very well these days and I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, it's so good to hear from you and I'm sure we'll be checking in more. Obviously, y'all know Gigi is on lip service as well from the very beginning, right? Yes. First episode ever, still going strong. So I commend you on everything that you've been accomplishing. I love to see it. Virgo, always good to see you. And congratulations again to you and your husband on your business and having such a strong relationship and partnership. Thank you. And we need some type of snack pack show. Beyond the Pole got to do something with the snack pack. I think that'll bring a lot of eyes so, to the um, show. I, I, I don't know um, if we can, you know, <laughs> spinoff situation happening. You know, we still hoping that season three is a go. But I will say that December, December 10th, 2021 is the 10 year anniversary of my last dance. And to commemorate that 10-year anniversary, I will, we will be doing a uh, one-night-only performance at the world-famous Magic City. That date has been confirmed. Wow. It's happening in December 2011. 
So ye, you know you got to bring you it on know, back. You know I'll be there. We'll all be there, okay? I'm, uh, we're bringing the whole squad. Let's all start saving up our money now. Yes! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Virgo. All right, Gigi. Y'all make sure y'all check out Beyond the Pole Thursdays at 10 on WeTV. Period. That part. It's actually 1045. They push us back because it's so explicit. Oh, but yeah. 1045. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good day. It's The Breakfast Club. Thank you. Bye, Bye ladies. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Reggie Bush. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Reggie Bush wants to get his 2005 Heisman Trophy back. An NCAA investigation in the years that followed his college career found that he had received some benefits, which included several thousand dollars in a vehicle while at USC. So he was ineligible as of 2004. So in 2010, he ended up forfeiting the award that he won for his 2005 season. And he released a statement yesterday after they approved a new policy for student athletes to make money on their names, images and likenesses, saying that he wants to request that his Heisman Trophy be reinstated. He said, it is my strong belief that I won the Heisman Trophy solely due to my hard work and dedication on the football field. And it is also my firm belief that my record should be reinstated. Yeah, it's so simple to me. If you make something legal that you once once punished a person for, then yes, you got to fix it. It's the same thing with this weed. You, you you legalizing weed in these states medically and recreationally, but you still got people in jail for weed? What sense does that make? Well, Hersey Miller, by the way, has already signed a $2 million deal the day after the NCAA rule change. So you know they knew this was coming. Now here is what Master P had to say. It's incredible. This, this is going to change the way college athletes want to stay in school. I signed a deal with American App uh, Technology Company. So, How does it feel to be a millionaire? That's crazy. This is 19 years old. This is and, crazy. But you know what? He works so hard. So I wonder, like most youngsters get a bag and they start blowing it. What's yeah, the nah, plan? I What's I the plan? I learned from my dad. Like, you know, I'm going to start off by giving back to the community and everyone around me. Uh, I got a camp July 21st. I'm going to give me something. I'm going to get a car. He never had a car all this time. He never had a car. So he rolled his bike. You get, you get in a Tesla. So let's not forget, Master P did say months ago that he was just patiently waiting for those regulations to change. He definitely did. Yeah, congratulations to them. They should be paid. And they should he should get that Heisman Trophy, too. All right, and in more sports news, I don't know if y'all have been seeing this story in Major League Baseball, but the Los Angeles Dodgers, they are aware of a report about their pitcher, Trevor Bauer. He's being investigated by the Pasadena Police Department. A woman accused him of assault. So they're looking into this report, and it's very disturbing. Now, according to his side of things, his agent is saying the relationship was consensual. And it was initiated by the woman in April of 2021. The woman then shared photos of herself and indicated that she sought medical care for a concussion. And uh, they haven't seen each other in several weeks. Now, he said any allegations that the pair's encounter were not 100% consensual are baseless, defamatory, and will be refuted to the fullest extent of the law. On the woman's defense, she is saying that she was assaulted by Trevor Bauer, had to visit a doctor with two black eyes and a bulging bruised lip. And there's also photos that go along with that. 
Now, according to his camp, he's saying the text messages show that she consented to rough sex. But she's saying she suffered massive headaches, vomited after the second of two violent encounters, and that he also choked her unconscious, sodomized her without consent, punched her in the face, vagina, and elsewhere. And then during the second assault, she said she blacked out after he allegedly choked her unconscious. She said she regained consciousness even more disoriented. I had a terrible pain behind both of my ears. I tasted blood in my mouth and felt that my lip was split open. My whole body hurt, and I could not even tell if he was having having sex with me. She was granted a temporary restraining order this week and it only includes her version of events so far. There will be a formal hearing that will be held on July 23rd. So we will keep you updated on what happens after that hearing. Now, Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd were photographed getting dinner together in LA. So I don't know if it was a business meeting. We don't know if it was some type of dating situation, but, you know, people are speculating, of course. And Meghan McCain is exiting The View. So she's, as you know, very conservative and a lot of back and forth. And here's what she said on the show. This is going to be my last season here at The View. I will be here through the end of July to finish out the season with all of you, which I am grateful for. This show is one of the hands down greatest privileges of my entire life. It is a privilege to work alongside such strong, brilliant, intelligent, incredible broadcasters. And I'm just eternally grateful to have had this opportunity here. So seriously, thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. And I will still be here another month. So if you guys want to fight a little bit more, we have four <laughs> more weeks. And you know what's so crazy? I don't know why everybody is cheering the fact that uh, Megan McCain is leaving you know what i mean uh just because you disagree with somebody's views or you disagree Correct. with somebody's ideologies you know doesn't mean that you should be happy they're leaving because what if they, they're just gonna bring they're gonna bring in another conservative <laughs> like they, right. they just are and i saw people saying i want a person of color to replace her where is tamar and tamar had posted tamar on the view with the um eyes kind of looking so they are going to knows? they're going to bring in another conservative somebody who you know has probably has those same political leanings or just political knowledge that that Meghan McCain has so yeah I don't I mean you're cheering but it's like yo people exist in this world that you don't agree with like it's just right. so weird to me like you it's like we want everything to be an echo chamber all right now summer of soul is in theaters now and on Hulu we've been talking about this movie this actually is a documentary it took place in 1969 during the same summer of, of Woodstock but it's a different music festival more than 300,000 people attended this summer concert series known as the Harlem Cultural Festival it was filmed but that footage was sitting in a basement for 50 years so you can see this now on Hulu and in theaters artists included Stevie Wonder Nina Simone Sly and the Family Stone Gladys Knight and the Pips B.B. King Mahalia Jackson and more so that sounds amazing as you know Quest Love actually did this movie so I'm excited to see that Summer of Soul and shout out to all the new music that's out today by the way G Herbal has an album out Young and Ace has an album out uh, also a lot of singles out did you guys hear um, Brent Fias featuring Drake Wasting Time you know we've all been listening to that I haven't heard it yet I saw it my man um, my man Chewy my man Chewy is his uh, his tour DJ my man Chewy from Charlotte, so he, I saw him post it, but I haven't listened yet. I'm going to check it out. All right. Also, Nas has a song with Corday and Freddie Gibbs, Life is Like a Dice Game, and Rico Nasty with Magic. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Reports. And listen, right. we got to salute DJ Dramos. Today is Dramos' last day. That's right. Yeah, he's, mm -hmm. he's, 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 he's leaving. That's right. Aww. I don't. He's. I. I, I don't want to say he's moving on to bigger. Are we gonna do a Dramos mix? I don't want to say he's moving on no. to bigger and better things, but he's moving on. Yes, he is. Well, I think it is bigger and better. That's what I just said. I don't know. I, you know, people say that you're moving on to bigger and better things. I don't know if you're moving on to bigger and better things, though. I don't know. 
I mean, he is. He is. Yeah. His job sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Dramos wants bigger. So absolutely. Yeah, he <laughs> Why you ain't yelling, screaming envy? You yelled and screamed at me earlier. I'm gonna yell back at it again. I'm gonna yell that again. Jesus Christ! I don't want my mic to get turned off. But we wish uh, <laughs> you should have never been turned on. <laughs> Listen, we wish Dramos um, much success, though. Absolutely. How do you know Jamas was turned on? Shut up. You see? This show. That's why he's leaving. All right. Well, the mix is up next. Revolt will see you tomorrow. Again, Carcella, if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. And uh, let's get to the mix, man. It's a Friday. It's the breakfast. Why you didn't let Jamas mix for his last day? Nobby. <laughs> <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If summer is inspiring you to be a little bit healthier, Audible is a great help. Check it out for guided meditations, motivating podcasts, and audiobooks on fitness and nutrition. Get your first audiobook free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What's up? It's The Breakfast Club. This is Angela Yee. And of course, I had a chance to talk to the founder and CEO of Luminary, Kate Luzio. She's been working in partnership with Unilever and helping small businesses, especially those owned by black women who have been affected by the pandemic. So here's a snippet from that interview. Can you talk about what are the resources that you have that would be really beneficial for women who are small business donors, in particular black women? Yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers, 42% of all new owned businesses by women are started by black women right? More than 60% of new businesses that are started by women are, are women of color. You know, we think about access to capital. That's not just venture capital. Not everybody is ready for venture capital, nor that will they ever be. I, I didn't raise money. I self-funded. But we need capital. We need banks to start lending to small businesses much greater than they have before, in particular, um, people of color and women of color and Black-owned businesses with the numbers that they're putting up they need this, right? Um, they need access to networks. They need doors opened. They need mm -hmm. ongoing education and luminary. Uh, since we've opened our physical and virtual doors, that is exactly what we do. We also really create an ecosystem for these business owners to support each other. Um, and then last year, as I started to see more and more of our own members in our community and small businesses sort of saying, I can't do this anymore. I'm losing revenue. I'm losing clients. I said that we've got to do something better and we've got to do it fast so that all of these companies don't go out of business. And we, by the way, we've lost more than 30% of women owned yep. businesses permanently shut down. Shout out to Kate Luzio and check out the whole interview right now. It's on the Breakfast Club's YouTube channel. This is the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is off because, you know, he's got his Carcella car show this weekend. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we got one of the New York Kings of Comedy in here right now, Mr. Rob Stapleton. What's, What's up, up man? my brother? Thank y'all for having me, man. Absolutely. I'm going to get in these other motherfuckers. ass. You know the New York Kings is four of us, right? Capone, Talent. And, and Mark Vieira. Mark Vieira. Right? Latin assassin, Mark Vieira. Uh, now I give it up. The Mark was in flight. He's on his flying in. This is why we keep breaking up. Uh -oh. <laughs> and you know, people wonder about new edition. Keep breaking up. This is why the boy group, the man group, <laughs> don't work no more. I give it Mark Vieira because he had to fly in. Talent's uh -oh. doing another promotion on, on on another joint. Capone's supposed to be here with me. Uh oh. And you know why the motherfucker ain't here? Why he not here? Please, please, please. Because the motherfucker. I don't blame y'all. This is what the f you do, and anybody know it's so much better than when you're not zooming when you do this live. Mm -hmm. But you got to get tested to walk in this f building. But this motherfucker want to get tested. 
Really? I can see not wanting to get the vaccine, but not wanting to get tested. <laughs> now I've seen, I've heard people. No, what? No, I've seen that. Don't, don't, don't defend that. No, no, that. I'm not defending it. But the people who don't like getting the vaccine usually don't want to get tested because they feel like they're getting, they'll give them the the COVID in the what? in the. That's test. what the motherfucker said. Yeah, I've heard that. He said that that's how they get you. Now, what really bothers me is Capone's from where? He's from the Bronx. Okay, he didn't know how to get a fake test. Yeah, that's a <laughs> you could get one. You you could get them at the front of the White Castle on one twenty fifth Street. Come on, I know, Capone. I know. Can you call him? Yeah, let's call this. Damn, Capone. Let's call him. I just want to hear. I told him. I said I'm putting you on blast. We ain't. I'm not going to clean this. Can we call this I told Capone you scared to get tested because they're going to find out you pregnant. <laughs> that's what I told him. About. <laughs> you scared the results. Yeah, They're yeah, going to come yeah. back with gonorrhea and syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> this ain't no bill collector, but this is real. It's the Breakfast Club. I told them to call your punk ass. What's Capone, that, Capone? Peace, King. Thank you, because I damn sure was not going to answer. <laughs> Sound like you got a fake voice on, too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's, that's his bill collector voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be putting my grandmother's voice on and that's like you can't hear. Now, Capone, uh, Rob was telling us why you're not here. So what was the problem? Um, I'm not taking no 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 more COVID tests. Them done stuck me enough. I done wind up in the hospital. Pause, pause. Pause, pause. Start that sentence over. We're going to give you a chance to clean that up one more time. Envy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, missed that one. Envy is not in the studio today. You missed that one. <laughs> so you just didn't want to get a, another COVID test? No, I didn't. And they, they charged $300. That's my whole check. Okay, that's the real thing. Now, see, I have yeah, a problem yeah, with that. I'm not going to lie. I don't like that either. He's the cheapest gangster in no. the Business. Capone, I agree with you. I think that's just. No, I'm with you. I don't know why they charge people. I don't even know where that we money goes. We just found that out ourselves. Word is bond. Somebody said that to me, and I thought they was lying. Do them motherfuckers say Groupon? Like, if we were all. I don't know. Somebody somebody said that to me, and I was like, you lying. I thought they were joking. I said it. I was like, you know that people have to pay. But you know, you could get tested and then just give your results. You could probably get tested free somewhere and be yeah, like, yeah, I just results. did. I got my vaccination card in my yeah. pocket, but I figured yeah, I'll follow the protocol. Make sure you're safe. Hell See, yeah. I knew it. I knew he got the card for two. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna use my rush card though. They know that shit don't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Capone, we just wanted to hear it from um, from your mouth to God's ears. Why? Wh what happened? Okay. But yeah, I'm Yo, to Cap Capone, tell them what. T tell me again what what they do to the swabs. What what they gonna do to you? Well, they I feel that they have already have these little Intel uh, chips in the swab itself, and they implant it in your nose. I know a lot of reasons. No, you don't. You watch a lot of YouTube videos. Come on. Oh, man, I do. This is believe that, but he eat bacon and ass. Ooh. But he's scared about a Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's in that ass. Angela, did y'all get the shot? Uh, I did. I got vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, well, five years from now, you'll be a man. <laughs> 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 but wait, Raps, I mean, Capone said, but you have gotten tested multiple times. I've gotten tested, but I ain't never get shot. But you got tested, so you already have the chip in your nose. No, I don't. Uh-uh. When they started putting the chip in the nose, that's when I stopped. Capone, you know they do the anal swab test too, man. <laughs> and that's half price. I heard you got your picture up there. <laughs> that, that one is free. That one is free, Cap. That one is on the house. That anal swab <laughs> that one is on the house. <laughs>
<laughs> it comes with a two drink minimum. <laughs> yo, get him off the phone, man. Okay, that, that, yo. yo, we love you, Cap. I'll see you tonight, man. All right, see you tomorrow night. You know, one of the things, Ange, about the New York Kings, and I say this, you know, a lot of comics come and say, yo, my show was crazy and blah, blah, blah. Each one of us headline by ourselves. So that's why we have so much hard time getting together because everybody has their own vessel. Capone does what he does. Talent does what he does. Mark does what he does. I do what I do. So when we come together, we give up a lot to be able to come back together. But that show is so incredible because everybody wants to be funnier than the other person. Mm -hmm. Not to say on other shows people don't want to, but like when talent comes up and he opens up, talent's going for his as mm -hmm. a host. I mean, extra hard. You'd be like, damn, is he mad at us? Like he's going like hard. <laughs> then Mark Vieira comes out and he may be the dude that people know least than all of us, but he has his own following now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He comes out, hits hard, and I'm going, damn, now I got to come up and shake the room. I clean the board, come in and do my thing. Talent comes back up in between us, kills, and then Capone says, ah, nah, I got to be the gangster in this. I got to blah, blah, blah. And then Capone sells merch and stuff afterwards. So in order to sell merch, you got to do real good yeah, yeah, for yeah, people yeah. to get online and buy your sh So the audience and the crowd wins because pound for pound, the show is incredible. So people get them tickets, man. Come out, see the New I'm York coming. Kings. I'll see y'all if you come on Friday. Yeah, man. Yo, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be bananas. I'm not overhyping it. It's going to be it's going to be a movie. 7 p.m. and 9.45 p.m. When can they get tickets? Rob? Get tickets at www.carolines.com. Get those tickets. Um, like I said, a few tables left. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Carolines is always a movie. It's time to get out the house, man. It's a heat wave going outside. Get in the house. Get to, get this food. Get these drinks. Let's get these laughs. We're giving out condoms with NBA sperm in them at the door in case you can't make it to All-Star Weekend. <laughs> man. It's my man, Rob Stapleton. It's the Breakfast Club. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I shout to Rob Stapleton and the New York Kings of Comedy. Definitely check them out at Caroline's all weekend long. Absolutely. Right? And also, don't forget Carchella. If you're going out to Carchella, get there early. There's going to be a, a lot of traffic, a lot going on in the city. Just get there early and just have a great time. Just remember, it's a family fun day. Bring the kids and I'll see you guys there. My family will be there. So can't wait to meet you guys. All right, That's Atlanta, July 3rd. From 12 to 5. There's still tickets available and you can get tickets at the door. All right. Now, um, Carcella. Charlemagne, you got an unpositive note? I do, man. I posted this yesterday. My guy, Big Bank, DTE, salute to Big Bank. You down there in the ATL right now, man. My man, Big Bank from the Big Facts podcast that you can hear on uh, the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. I saw him post this yesterday and I loved it. He said, Ego prevents you from learning others, envy prevents you from focusing on yourself. Anger prevents you from seeing clearly. Ignorance prevents you from making good decisions. Fear prevents you from seizing opportunities. Get rid of them all. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs>